This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Big games call for big players. Big players create big moments. Step forward Virgil van Dijk and Mohamed Salah. Their goals seeing off Manchester United 2-0 at Anfield as the Reds streak 16 points clear at the top of the Premier League. I'm Guy Clark and this is Post Game here on Blood Red. Welcome along to you. Van Dijk imperious, Henderson domineering. The Firmino's wait for his first Anfield goal of the season continues. That, of course, thanks to VAR. Well, 16 points clear at the top of the league, but perhaps even sweeter, 30 points ahead of Manchester United. I'll let you decide on that one. Well, coming up, we've got plenty to get stuck into, but what else would you want? We'll hear from Jurgen Klopp, and don't worry, he heard those chants after the second went in. Of course, they're allowed to dream, to sing, whatever they want, as long as they do their job as well in a moment when we play. All fine, we will not be part of that party yet. We'll just keep his on ice. We'll also, though, hear the thoughts of the Reds fans after the win, perhaps the sweetest one of all. We've got a really unusual opportunity to just completely enjoy it every game between now and the end of the season. You know, it's not going to be it's not going to be a last game of the season decider. Let's get straight down to business then and cross to Anfield. There with his verdict on the game is the Echo's Liverpool correspondent, both home and away, Paul Gorst. Liverpool are 16 points clear at the top of the Premier League after a 2-0 win over Manchester United at Anfield uh, this afternoon. Goals from uh, Virgil van Dijk and Mohamed Salah at either end of the game have given Liverpool the points, the points that now surely makes that lead insurmountable to um, Leicester City and Manchester City. Uh, it looks like Liverpool are finally, after the 30-year wait, going to be crowned champions. Um, but uh, back, to, back to the game itself, Virgil van Dijk with the header inside the opening 15 minutes from a corner, simple as you like, uh, nothing special about that one. Great delivery from Trent Alexander-Arnold and van Dijk. Rose above Harry Maguire to nod home in the battle of the big money centre-backs. Um, Liverpool probably uh, should have made it uh, more than 1-0. In the second half in particular, they came flying off the traps. Uh, Jordan Henderson at the post, Mohamed Salah spent the great opportunity and Sadio Mane also had a good one. Uh, Liverpool just continued to press and press until round about the final 10 minutes when United somehow, still in the game, 1-0 uh, down, decided to, uh, to have a little bit of a go. Anthony Martial wasted their best chance, he put it over the bar inside the, uh, the penalty area. Uh, it really should have done better and it was United's best chance uh, far and away. Um, but Liverpool uh, on the counter-attack in the closing stages, Salah went through one-on-one, still a pass to Haya to give Liverpool the, uh, the lead that they deserved in all honesty. Uh, another vital three points for Liverpool, 16 points clear after City's 2-2 draw with Crystal Palace on Saturday and Leicester's defeat at Burnley. Uh, who's going to stop them? Um, the answer at the moment is no one. Liverpool are cruising towards their first uh, Premier League title, their first uh, league title in 30 years. Number 19 now surely only a matter of weeks away. Paul Gorst with his say after Liverpool's 2-0 home win over Manchester United at Anfield. The mastermind behind it, Jurgen Klopp, of course. So what did he make of the win? Good game, eh? A really good game. Um, <clears throat> one of the best derbies we played, for sure, so far. Uh, very dominant in most periods of the game. Didn't like too much the first in the first half, the last five or seven minutes, not 100% sure. But nothing happened, really. Just we were not as dominant as before. Um, and obviously the last 10, 15, maybe, um, of the game. Um, okay, exceptional. The, the last second. Um, because then um, just it's clear. When you, we played outstandingly well. We, we dominated the opponent. We played exactly in the, in the spaces we had to. 
when we saw the lineup, it was pretty clear what um, what they want to do, and um, the boys used the spaces really well. So dropping eight, six, being there, high fullback stuff like that, um, being flexible, and creating a lot of a lot of chances. Scored from a set piece only, but had other situations obviously. Um, and then the start in the second half was absolutely brutal. Wow. It was really, we jumped in them and um, had, I don't know, three, four chances um, at least and didn't score. And then it's how it always is and how it often enough was now in that season. The opponent has the chance to go come back. That's what happened. Um, we had to defend and the organization was okay but it's just about timing then when do you have the challenges where do you have the challenges so we were a bit late in these moments that's why they came through that's why they could at least finish their situations off but we defended them with a lot of passion a little big heart and stuff like this um, carried as well by the atmosphere which was great um, and then last situation in the game Mo Salah, Alison Becker, what an assist, and then Mo Salah, what a goal. Um, there was a, sp a sprint duel of two really quick boys, and Mo used his massive experience. So, yeah, big relief in that moment, and um, good. Is, is there any sense of um, frustration or disappointment because you were so dominant and you should have won by so, so much more, and yet it did, did go right in the end? Not really. It's always, I said, always we don't take these things for granted. So it's like we take what we get. We, we score for this situation, we don't score. So um, you can, even if you miss a chance, you can take a lot of positive from it because it's just you, you know how um, how we did it. For example, the, at the end it doesn't look like a chance, but we know that Sadio scored in a similar situation um, against Chelsea in the European Super Cup. So when, the, when, when, when he plays the pass to Bobby and Bobby plays his cutback, that's from the training ground, that's exceptional. So it was a bit, and he doesn't hit the ball clear. So it's not even a corner or whatever, but these situations are just um, outstanding. So I'm not frustrated, but I would prefer as well that we score more often, of course, because it's good for the nerves. But um, at the end, it was the most important thing is because we really believe in the fact that the result is a result of the performance. And so, if you look at the performance over 90 minutes or 95 or 98, we are the clear deserved winner, and that's um, all what we want to be. And um, so, all good. Jurgen, I was just going to say, did you feel sort of United were the air? Look, what we do is analyze, and um, our um, and when what we see, we try to use. But of course, the opponent um, can change things. So, is there any space where you can exploit or not? What you can exploit or not? Um, sometimes it's there, sometimes not. But the most important thing is that. Uh, we have routines for always different routines for the next game. Um, that's all up to Pete Kravitz and our analyze uh, and the analyze boys. Um, they they put a lot of effort in that. And this time it was yes, we wanted to be in the in the in, the, in that first post area with with Verge. 
But if you watch it back, um, Hendo would have been free as well in the in the second post area. He was not involved because we scored in the first post area, <laughs> but Hendo was completely free because it was six men. So things like this you train, and sometimes it works out and sometimes not. But it was not that M Manchester is doing exceptionally bad. Or what in set pieces they have the people in the right place. Everybody tries to get a little advantage in these moments against us, so we have to try it as well, and that's what we do. Explain it. Not really. I didn't think for a long time about it, but I don't take it for granted as well. So I think in a moment it's like this that everybody who. I think even in the living rooms in front of the television, if we could get this energy as well, that would help because it's, I think, a lot of passion around um, the world um, based on the Liverpool, um, on based on Liverpool Football Club. So, um, no, it was a, it was obviously, a, yeah, we had to develop it. It's clear. So, and the, and the people. Um, how I said, I think I said it, I'm not sure if I said it here or in another interview, that they carried us through a difficult period. So that's how it is. So it's, um, it's exceptional, absolutely exceptional. The atmosphere, everybody knows that, but it's not, um, it doesn't just happen. Everybody has to be on their toes to, to, to create an atmosphere like this. The boys try everything to do it on the pitch, but uh, if the crowd is not, not there, then it's completely different. So I really love that, that um, relationship um, between um, the atmosphere on the, on the, in the stands and um, the atmosphere on the pitch, so that's a massive help. And, um, but, as like I said, if we wouldn't play well, the atmosphere would be not like this. If the atmosphere would be not like it is, we wouldn't play that well, easy. Yeah, yeah, they can sing whatever they want, apart from my name, before the, before the game is finished. Um, yeah, we're not here to, to dictate what they, what they have to sing, so if our fans would not be in a good mood now, that would be really strange. The only thing what I, what I can tell you is that we are um, um, here to work, as easy as that. So, and really, of course, the questions were all, it's like, on a very, it's a very positive um, atmosphere, even in the interviews after the game. But I have to keep myself really in the interview, try to stay concentrated in interviews because I, th I know already we play on Thursday against Wolves. So that's the truth. So, and I'm really only, to be honest, I'm no only interested in that game and nothing else. So, but again, your question was different. So, um, of course, they're allowed to dream, to sing, whatever they want, as long as they do their job as well in a moment when we play. All fine. We will not be part of that party yet, and um, but it's no problem. We know our job. Jurgen Klopp there speaking with the media following on from the win over Manchester United. He won't say it, I won't say it, but let's hear from some of you already happy to say that it's all done. Ross Strachan and Steve Dawson with their say shortly, but first up is Matt Whitty. I can't lie. That felt really, really good, um, as uh, as any win against United uh, does. But particularly when we're going for the league title, it's eluded us for for 30 years. <clears throat> so yeah, that was a, a really, really special atmosphere and uh, some special moments. Uh, particularly when when Salah scored down at down at the cop end, it was just chaos and uh, 
and the cop immediately burst into we're going to win the league um, which felt pretty good I know uh, some people have, uh, are reluctant to, to say it really because for fear of jinxing it um, or for fear of looking looking stupid if uh, if something incredible happens but that's uh, that's 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 it that's it done really you know we're uh, we're a long way clear we've got a game in hand we've got the best team in Europe and we've played a lot of the most dangerous teams in the division twice already um, yeah it's uh, it's done and it was a really good feeling to be able to uh, to experience that uh, on the cop uh, taunting the uh, taunting the United fans um, and I would say I had some sympathy for them but I don't because we've been at the other end before and uh, yeah and we got no sympathy so uh, rightly so we should uh, we should enjoy it and uh, it's just strange really that we're gonna well it's strange to think that you know we are we are gonna win the league really uh, but also that actually we've got a really unusual opportunity to just completely enjoy it every game between now and the end of the season you know it's not going to be it's not going to be a last game of the season decider and uh, yeah it's just a special 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 times really I thought uh, the game uh, should have been we should have been out of sight really by uh, by half time I thought uh, Wijnaldum and Henderson were absolutely superb in the middle and uh, yeah, completely, completely bossed it. Um, I thought Wijnaldum just controlled the game beautifully, and Hendo's energy and his intelligence, nip it, nip, nipping in front of people to win the ball, making challenges, uh, but never, never recklessly so. So this wasn't sort of a blood and thunder, diving in all over the place kind of performance. It was, a, it was a really mature performance from a, from a really, really key part of our team. So I thought they were both, they were both excellent. I thought Van Dijk um, and Gomez were both good at the back. Um, I thought some of our passing out from the back wasn't great actually. Um, United set up, um, uh, I think they surprised us a little bit with how far into our own half they, they, they pressed us really for the first 10 or 15 minutes of the game. Um, I mean they were, their back line was right up on the, um, on the halfway line and they were, they were really compressing the game into, into, our, into our half really, which uh, was perhaps not what, what, you'd, what you'd kind of expect really from a, from a Solskjaer team. And I thought he probably got his tactics right, he just, the players are not really not really good enough for, for United. Um, I thought uh, Firmino was, uh, was, was, was really lively as well, um, dropping deep um, and there were some of the touches, particularly in the second half, he was just, he was just running the show in that, and causing chaos for that first 10 or 15 minutes of the, of the second half. It was, just, it was just beautiful to watch and it was great um, that, uh, that, we, uh, that, that Salah got his goal against United, I think that's his first one. And it was, uh, for, for all Alisson's distribution, wasn't quite at his best today. Uh, that, that, that pass for Salah for uh, for, the, for the Salah goal was absolutely superb um, it was right uh, it was right uh, I was right um, right in front of it so I got a really good view of it and uh, you could just it almost happened in, in slow motion and you could see Salah wrestling to get in the right position um, and you just knew he was going to burn it past uh, uh, Lindelof and yeah and coolly slotted it away and uh, yeah and that's why my voice sounds so hoarse and yeah on to uh, on to Wolves next Jurassic from Witness with his thoughts on the Liverpool v Man United game. Magnificent 2-0 win. Absolute scenes at the end. Mo Salah scoring the goal in stoppage time to seal the win. Much deserved. Obviously, United got back into the game there in that second half and they had the chances, but I thought Liverpool totally deserved the win. Totally dominated. 
And I think for the first time now, these Liverpool fans, myself, my dad, my mates, everyone, I think we believe now that this... How can we throw this away now from what the position we're in? It's just... It's such a time to be a Liverpool fan. I'm absolutely overjoyed of what I'm seeing week in, week out. And I just don't see how we can blow this now. I really don't see it. It's an absolute pleasure to watch this team week in, week out. And we've absolutely, in my my opinion, schooled Man United 2-0, yeah. Maybe we could have got a couple more. And yeah, they did get back into the game in that second half. Had a couple of half chances, but, you know, in that first half, there was goals reeled out, that, you know, Virgil van Dijk... They reeled, they reeled the goal out for Firmino because they reckon he fouled the keeper. You know, that is not a foul in my opinion. But, you know, that's VAR, the wonders of VAR. I, I've said it many a time, I don't give a monkeys about what's going on. Liverpool are absolutely flying. It's an absolute pleasure to watch them week in, week out. With the lads, with me dad, all that. It's going to be our year, it's just a matter of when now. Come on, Liverpool. Come on, Liverpool. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's 2-0 win against Manchester United at Anfield. It was fairly straightforward, wasn't it, really? I mean, yes, United definitely made life a little bit difficult for us in the last 10 minutes or so. But I never really felt as if they were in danger of scoring. Um, I think we had the right players on the field. It, it was the lineup that I thought uh, Jürgen might pick. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a perfect performance from the eleven on the field. I thought Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain was a little bit quieter than we'd probably like him to be. Uh, Robbo's had a, a bit of a tricky time of it last couple of games or so. He hasn't been at his very best. Let's hope he refines his form soon. Um, <laughs> not for the first time, Mo Salah was particularly frustrating uh, and wasteful at times, but as always seems to be the case when he has those kind of games. He he pops up at the end and, and does something special. And wasn't it wonderful to see Alison Becker be the first person to celebrate with him, having run uh, the full length of the field? That assist that he gave him was inside his own six-yard box. Just remarkable, wonderful stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't even in the slightest bit bothered to get booked about taking his shirt off. It was it was a game that I never really felt particularly worried about. There's always this anxiety, isn't there, when Liverpool play Manchester United through the through the dodgy years. And also, if you can remember that far back through the through the successful years uh, for Liverpool, in, even in the 70s and 80s, it's a nervous time. But I must admit, I didn't feel it this time around and you know they're, they're not a great side but that's really not even half of the formula there the, the reason is just because we're so good we're so strong defensively we are so utterly reliable and Virgil van Dijk today was again supreme the way he and the rest of the, the back four and Alison Becker dealt with that that 10 minute period where United were desperate to to uh, save the game and get that equaliser, he was just—he was just incredible. And um, the fact that he capped his performance with that uh, dominant header from 
Trent's corner uh, just was the, the icing on the cake. But it, it was a bit like the, the Tottenham game recently. These are, or have been good sides over the years. I don't really rate Tottenham this season either. But they don't present anything like a formidable challenge for Liverpool. And even these days, you know, against Manchester City even, I'm I'm fe- I'm confident that Liverpool would would come away from that kind of game with three points, and I'm really looking forward to uh, oh, maybe counting my chickens before they're hatched here. But the the latter stages of the Champions League, hoping that we come up against the Real Madrids and the Barcelonas, because I'm not sure that there's too many teams that can live with us these days. Just just too strong uh, up and down the park at all areas of the field. I mean. It was 2-0. We could have had three in the first 35 minutes. It's probably correct that the two goals were disallowed. But we were, we were the dominant side. Um, I think, I think now, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard not to say that, that we haven't won the league. The last thing we want to do is to, to get too cocky and, you know, and have it all smack us in the face. But if we lose this now, I mean, it would just be a ridiculous state of affairs. We are so far ahead. We're so dominant. The the number of games we need to lose and draw from here on in, it just you just can't see it happening. This is a a once in a generation team. I've supported Liverpool all my life. The first game I remember was the seventy four FA Cup final. So you'll know from from that piece of information that I've seen the great Liverpool sides and and adored them all, but this is this is a side that's that's out on his own, and it can it can it can see us to glory for for several years. I think all helmed, of course, by the fabulous Jurgen Klopp. It's a it's a great great time to be alive as a Liverpool fan. Wolves next, and I'm. I'm just looking forward to it. At Galasahi on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. Steve Dawson following on from Ross and Matt Whitty here on the post-game podcast. Happy Reds indeed. And there's more of those over in the Blood Red podcast Facebook group. Peter Easton says, perfect weekend. Everyone else dropping points. We beat the Manx and Fabinho is back on the pitch. Come on, you Reds. Jed McDonald, the dreams of anyone else winning the Prem are evaporating as quickly as the steam from Hendo tonight. Andrea Johnson says, tough game, but we come through again. Could have been different if Bobby's goal had stood. It should have. But we kept battling and trying. This team doesn't know how to do anything else. Hendo immense, Virgil immense. Great finish by Mo after a fantastic ball by Ali. Now show me that league table. And Wolf von Haven says, what a great game of football. What a team we are. Champions elect the Mighty Reds. Well, more from the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group to come in a bit. If you aren't a member, and of course you want to be, just search Blood Red Podcast on Facebook and request to join. It's as simple as all of that. Well, coming up next is Owen. I found myself moments later topless. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Hi, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Football is a unique thrill, isn't it? I've never, for example, removed any item of clothing when watching a a drama series, even though that's designed to thrill. 
I've never removed an item of clothing at the theatre, although that is too designed to thrill. I've never removed an item of clothing when drunk or during or after a roller coaster ride or a ride on a ghost train or parachuting, zip lining or anything else, but when Mo Salah slid in that ice cool finish in injury time, I found myself moments later topless, standing behind my television, twirling my shirt around my head like I was trying to signal a passing ship. I didn't even watch the last few moments of the match. It was not necessary because this was game over. And what a thrilling game it was. Is it game over for the league, perhaps? Hmm. Well, being that we need ten wins or so, I can't quite say it, although the chant around Anfield noticeably moved from the usual Liverpool, Liverpool, top of the league, to we're gonna win the league. And they call this kind of win a massive statement, don't they? Well... That's a bit of a cliche. Uh, and, you know, this is even bigger than Jeff Bezos's statement. It's beyond huge. It's confusingly massive. And, if you pardon the pun, it tops off a freaking brilliant weekend, doesn't it? This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying that you're saying we're going to win the league. And although I still can't bring myself to say it just yet, we are getting mightily close now. Send us your wolves. We're going to tear them apart. Owen, leaving the mind to wander here on the post-game podcast, we do try to cater for all audiences. We're back into the Blood Red Facebook group. And Paul Flanagan says it says a lot about how far we've come as a team that we beat our arch rivals 2-0 despite a refereeing clangor and we still feel like we should have done better. Another imperious defensive display and if it weren't for the worst refereeing decision I've seen since the last time we played United, I reckon we'd have been much more comfortable in those manic last 10 minutes. Ignore the missed chances, they're frustrating, but with the defence we have, it hasn't been costing us. Van Dijk was as good today as he's been in any game since he joined the club two tough away games now Wolves and West Ham if we win those two we're in a ridiculous position to go on and win the league earlier than any other team has to date more of the same please boys but perhaps score that all-important second goal about 20 minutes earlier from now on well Jay Roberts says the good the midfield was massive today the bad I was puzzled by the seeming tactic to play long passes to Mo who's not the tallest in the air until that second one that is the beautiful hearing we're gonna win the league ring through Anfield the beautiful part two another shirtless mo moment to finish the job I'm giving my man of the match to Henderson our captain who shows how it's done he is beyond criticism now up the Invincible Reds. And Mark Donahue rounds it all off nicely, saying title definitely has, should have been 4-0. Time to hear a different voice now, though. The thoughts of Alex Watt, who follows on from Sam Planch. OK, short almighty Reds and Anfield. And it was United today. Our arch enemy, you know. 
They're the only ones this season who've took any points off us. And that day we were below par. And I think VAR had a say. And, they, and it, we should have won that game. And today, uh, I thought we were below par again, really. Uh, good in spells. Um, started off quite sloppy um, in the first half. The goal for me, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm only only in um, only live in the game, obviously, so I haven't seen it on no telly or nothing. But it didn't look a foul of Firmino. One great strike that would have been great for him to get his first goal at Anfield, believe it or not, this season. And I, I don't know why that one was ruled out. We had another one ruled out for offside, but the, the first ten minutes of the second half, Liverpool were absolutely brilliant, and I thought, you know. Could have had three or four just in that spell. You know, Salah missed the city. Anderson hit the posts. I think Manny could have done better a couple of times. So we still could have had an absolute bucket full today. And really, they they worked hard, but Allison didn't have to make a real save. You know, um, a few pinolas and that that he he's clean, but no real saves. I think I think they had one chance to my note that they missed one real chance, but. Listen, um, Liverpool weren't at the best here. For the first time this season, he started to look tired second half Liverpool. And, and, you know, I thought the subs there made sense. Though I actually thought Salah might have gone off with and went out him. Um, Salah worked hard, but nothing was quite coming off till, till the end. Like, uh, And, you know, we took the others off. Fair play, you know. We had to do something. It was good to see Fabinho coming back. But listen, you know, I've all, I'm always wanting you say, take each game at a time and one game at a time and it's not done till it's done because it's not done till it's done. Um, and you know, if you're the players and you're the manager and you're the club, you've got to be professional. You've got to have that mindset like that because if you for one minute think that it is done, the whole league title, you know, that could be that 1% complacency which can cost you in games, you know. Um, and that's what we can't have. But let's face facts here now, we'd have to throw this away now. And I think, you know, the cops, it was great to hear we're going to win the league from the cop at the end there. And, you know, we've got a game in hand, and if we win that game in hand, it's 19 points, you know. We'd have to lose six or seven, and City win them all, and all kinds of carry on. It's brilliant, we've just got to try and enjoy it. The lads have got to try and stay focused. And, you know, the last time we won the league, I was eight years old. We clinched it on my birthday at home to QPR. Though we didn't lift it that day, but we clinched it that day. Uh, my dad took me the game, and it, you know, something I'll always remember. Uh, we've had loads of ups and downs since Liverpool, but I think it'll really, um, to clinch it this year, it'll really cement Liverpool as a, as a real force again, because it, it, it has really been like a hump on our back, uh, this league title. We're, we're champions of Europe, Champions of the world. Um, we should bring the title back to Anfield as well. And then you know it's all about um, just topping this team up. We don't need many players even for the squad. And it's just about keeping on keeping um, on top then because as United have found there, you can quite quickly um, spiral down. You know, and you know Liverpool have had it as well. And, United are miles away, by the way, absolute miles away. 
from Liverpool yeah, and this is all we need to do it's a great time to be a fan it's a fantastic football team fantastic manager it's a great time to be alive let's face it if you're a mighty red so long may I continue um, loved it you know loved the end there with Salah you know it, it should have already been wrapped up but I love the, I, I love the way we've done it there you know and just tremendous tremendous you know Words escape me that this fantastic football club um, and you know it could it get any better you know what a time to be alive hello Alex Watt from did it cross the line podcast and yeah another week another win always a hugely important one over Man United obviously they're the only team we've dropped any points to in the league this season so it's important they didn't take any more from us and certainly we had to make sure they wouldn't be the team to stop this unbeaten run at Anfield because we would have never heard the end of it from them. It's all they have to play for now this season in the league. Um, Even if we did end up winning the league with 100 plus points, they'd never have shut up about being the only team to beat us. So I'm glad we got it over the line, beat them. They don't have that over us. Um, Not as comfortable a win today for Liverpool as it maybe should have been, but a win nonetheless, I think... If we'd taken our chances, it would have. We should have been far out of sight, to be honest. I think it was definitely a bit of a nervier finish than I would have liked, but it always seems to go this way in Liverpool Man United games recently. Um, but would you look at that? Even when VAR goes against us, we grind out the win. I'm not sure what rival fans are going to cling to now to attack us with. Um, Mo finally getting a very welcome second goal right at the end to finally finish them off and kill their hope once and for all. Um, in the end, it was probably even funnier that they thought they were on the verge of getting an equaliser and then we went down the other end and scored the second. Great ball from Allison, um, And then Mo showing his brilliance, his calmness to just outpace their players and get the goal really nicely done. Loved that Allison ran the whole length of the pitch to be the first to celebrate it with Mo as well. And you could definitely see the difference having Salah in there today. Um, we missed him big time, I think, in the game at Old Trafford. And he was fantastic today, he deserved his goal. But Man United were definitely up for it today. And they had their chances always against us. Man United's pressing looks so much better. And the players always look so much more committed in this game. But... Thankfully, Van Dyke got that opener, which kind of shut them up for a while. You know, so simple. No Man United player was marking him properly. Um, Fred and Williams lost him, I think. It was really weak. Um, I think that helped put a few nerves at ease. I think we were a bit erratic in our play before that. And I think all of us as fans were nervous. You know, even though we're clearly far and away the better team at the moment, these these games never go quite to form. And yeah, we've we always want to get one over on Man United and seemed like Van Dyke was the coolest man in the building as he always is even when he was celebrating the goal he just looked so calm and collected so yeah we never have anything to worry about with him in really do we I mean since he's made his debut I think we've lost four league games I saw which is wild and since we've signed Allison, we've only lost one league game as well so goes to show again the difference they've made we've never lost a league game when Allison, Trent, Gomez, Van Dyke, and Robertson have all played so yeah good to see them get another clean sheet today and 
yeah, we, we should have been out of sight. You know, we had that period in the first half where we were absolutely rampant. Um, the start of the second half, we were so dominant. There was that 10-minute period at the start where we were all over them, just dragging them all over the park. Whenever they got the ball, Liverpool would win it back almost immediately and go back on the attack. Uh, completely overran them, basically. And for a while, it felt like that second goal was definitely coming. It was just a matter of when. It didn't seem like we'd have to wait until the last kick of the game to get it. But again, maybe the one weakness in this team is not being as clinical sometimes as we should be. Um, But in the end, it didn't matter. And you could definitely see the difference in quality between these teams once again. And it is funny that considering all these Liverpool shots from rival fans to try and do us down, Firmino's first goal at Anfield all season gets ruled out for a very soft foul on De Gea, but I'm sure that won't be talked about too much. Um, and it was a shame as well because that goal was an absolute cracker from Bobby. And to me, that isn't a foul. It's a legit attempt to play the ball. Um, and De Gea was very soft there. Yeah, we'd probably be screaming for a foul if it was the other way around, admittedly. But yeah, it was not a clear and obvious error that the referee missed for me. But there we go. Also had that other one ruled out as an offside for Ginny, which was legit but marginal. Um, Wijnaldum, by the way, for me, man of the match today, I thought he was outstanding. He's such a big game player, as we know. Um Jordan Henderson officially got the Man of the Match award, which I think was perhaps slightly harsh on Ginny. And Mo and Verge as well. Uh, Bobby too was brilliant. And I was a, a huge fan of him sending Wan-Bissaka for a hot dog in the second half. But look, I'm never going to begrudge the captain getting a Man of the Match award. He was so dominant in the middle of the park yet again today. Nearly scored a great goal as well. Hit the post. I was so gutted that didn't go in. I was so desperate for him to score today because Man United fans were having pops at him all week, you know, going on about how bad they think he is. Spoiler, lads, when he's played this many games and a near flawless team and won this many trophies, he's not actually bad. You just don't know what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, overall, another great win. A thousand and one days since we last lost a Premier League game at Anfield, which is mental. Um, 30 points clear of Man United now, which is ironic because that's the same number of years it'll be until they win a Premier League title again. Um, And yeah, 16 points clear at the top of the league. Obviously, Man City drawing yesterday, Leicester losing today. We've dropped two points all season. It's just different class. And the fact that we're... You know, probably still talking about some negatives, you know, not sometimes killing off games. And I think the fact that some people are still hesitant to call us a great side, it's everyone's being too picky. This is unbelievable. You know, there's one one thing's for sure. There's no doubt, I think, in the red half of Liverpool that this is the one of one of the best sides we've ever seen. Um, certainly the best Liverpool team I've seen in my lifetime. And yeah, uh, long may it continue. I'm hugely enjoying this season and, yeah, amazing to get one over on Man United yet again today. Cheers, up the Reds. Alex Watt and Sam Planch there. Well, some great comments from Alex, especially on Alison Becker. What an image that was. Mohamed Salah getting his first goal against Manchester United in front of the cop, assisted by Alisson, and then the first man to celebrate with him, knee sliding in his tights. Is that what we're calling them? Alison Becker, of course. Well, last thoughts to come now then, and to take us out with his tactical breakdown of just how Jurgen Klopp has created what he has at Anfield is Mark Baker, 
but before him is Nathan Davidson. Thoroughly deserved. We played really, really well this evening, I thought. Um, Manchester came and they, Man United, they started fairly positively. They tried to uh, maybe nick an early goal, as a few teams seem to do when they uh, play against us or maybe Man City. They just try and get that early goal, see if they can hold on to that, but we didn't allow that to happen. And it didn't take too long before we were ahead through Virgil van Dijk. It was a great um, corner in from Trent, but Van Dijk did really well. He lost his original marker, and then he just towered above everyone. Seemed to hang in the air, and he's just he- headed it home to make it one nil. And then that gives us a little bit of a cushion to start with. Not too long after that, a bit of controversy uh, in the fact that the ball comes back in, and the keeper and Van Dijk both go for it. And then it seems to play on at first, but then VAR overrules it and says it was a foul from Van Dijk, but it was a great finish in the follow-up from Firmino, which would have been 2-0. In my opinion, I think we're a bit unlucky there, because if that was two outfield players going for that, um, it would never have been given as a foul. And to be fair, I know Van Dijk leans in with his arm, but he, um, you can see he only really goes for the ball. So I think Davidea maybe got away with one there, despite how angry he was. Um, for the rest of the first half, we were just really dominant today. We controlled the game. Manu looked short of quality all over the park, really. They had the odd chance and stuff, but that was more just of a bit of uh, a bit of the counter or having a bit of luck on the break, winning a second ball. But no, we completely controlled it. We had plenty of chances. Thought Mane had a few chances, especially in that first half. The first one was a little difficult. He didn't have much time to take the ball. And uh, it came off his shin pad and rolled away. But he did have one really good chance later on in the first half. He uh, broke through with a great counter-attack. And he just had to slot it in either corner. And instead he's hit it right at day and he's got a good foot to it to put it over the bar. But I think that's been a bit critical. We played really, really well. Just a bit like Tottenham, it didn't happen. And we just stayed with the one. Then to start the second half, we were absolutely immense at the start of that second half. We penned them in, but it was like having a boxer on the ropes. He was, honestly, I think we had like seven shots in the first 10 minutes and Manchester just couldn't get out. Man, knew they were really struggling just to keep up with the pace of the game. Salah had a really great chance in that moment. He um, It came through to me, it was almost a tap and he just didn't connect with the ball properly. A little bit disappointing, but boy, does he make up for it later. And right at the end, when we're hanging on and we're looking really tired to be fair I think similar to Tottenham game at the end we looked like we were really tiring and we'd been a little bit fatigued and which is obviously fair enough the amount of games we've played you can you can't expect anything different but the thing is we hung in there and we had the the mentality to just stick in there not give anything away silly and then Alisson back who's since he's come back, not conceded many goals, but a great assist. He launches it, boots it straight up as quickly as possible. And then Salah's one-on-one. He rides the challenge well. And then it's him against De Gea. And he just places it beautifully underneath De Gea to make it 2-0 and take the game away from Man United. And yeah, brilliant result. For me, we don't seem to beat Man United often enough. Um just over the years, when we do beat them, it's always another two or three seasons usually before, but we obviously beat them at home last year with Jordan Shakiri double, beat them again at home this year, and now it's just about going on and improving that record at Old Trafford. 
there's just such a desire, I think, especially for me, and I'm sure the rest of the fan base, to uh, beat Man United as much as possible. And with this team and with Klopp at the helm, it does seem like that might actually become a possibility and we really could start dominating Man U more often. That's something I certainly look forward to seeing. But to summarise today, I thought the difference in quality was astronomical, really. We just looked so much better in every department in terms of individually and our cohesion as a team. We're just far, far outclassed. And you can see why there's such a massive points difference between us and Man United. They look like a really bang average team. Obviously, the news that Rashford could be out for a while as well. Things only look like they're only going to get tougher for Man U, which is, from our point of view, is great to see. Um, I think another point is obviously the tiredness at the end. I'm trying to think. Obviously, we've got Wolves on Thursday. Is there anything that we can do to maybe freshen it up? Maybe just keep uh, keep the players at the peak. I know it's all about the rhythm. Klopp loves the rhythm, but it is just starting to creep in in the last couple of games that we look really tired towards the last 10 minutes so maybe we could do something there maybe just a little bit of rotation on Thursday night might help with that but I think when we're looking at the season as a whole how many times this season have we actually looked like we're going to lose a game and off the top of my head I really can't think of too many we just look like such a force and we just keep ploughing on and we win any way we have to and yeah it's looking absolutely brilliant the point difference is massive it's not done yet. Still plenty of football to play, but we just, if we keep going like we are, only good things are going to come at the end of the season. Up the rides, let's just keep it going. Mark Baker reflected on Liverpool versus Manchester United from Anfield. I felt Liverpool were much the better team in the game. That You can see there's a definite gulf in terms of quality between the two sides and a real identity in the, in the way in which Liverpool play. Manchester United almost playing a reactive style in terms of trying to soak up pressure and potentially hit on the counter-attack. Although today, I thought they were quite proactive at times, Manchester United, in terms of trying to press Liverpool a little bit higher and had some periods in the game where they were able to sustain attacks, albeit they didn't have the quality in the final third to really hurt Liverpool. And although they did have spells within the game, I felt there was also periods in which Liverpool could have easily taken the game away from Manchester United. Um, excellent chances for the side and, and overwhelmed them at times with their attack and play. But because they couldn't then build on that second goal, obviously United being still a team with capable individuals for the level in the side, were able to then come into the game slightly and offer up uh, some territorial advantage before Liverpool sealed the victory. And one which... It felt symbolic in the manner of the last-minute goal and you do now feel that Liverpool will win the Premier League and it's just a, a magnificent thing to say. If someone would have said that, they'd be saying that at this time of the season. Or even in general, really. I always believed that what Liverpool achieved last season in, in going toe-to-toe with Manchester City was absolutely outstanding. But I was never in any doubt, really, that I felt Manchester City were the outstanding side in the division probably the most outstanding side I've seen in the Premier League overall, in general, of all the years. And I also felt, albeit that they, they got beat in knockout games in the Champions League, I, I always believed they were the best side in Europe. 
And when Liverpool didn't get over the line after such a, a magnificent effort last season, you'd always had concerns. Could Liverpool carry on that form? And all, although at times this season Liverpool have struggled to get over the line in some games, the actual consistency and ability to grind results over a prolonged period, I mean, the record is just absolutely unbelievable. And and like I say, I mean, I was always of the belief that Liverpool were lacking the creativity in the midfield area to compete with City and overhaul them. As the champions of the country, I looked at the likes of De Bruyne, Bernardo, David Silva, players of that ilk who can unlock doors and, and have that craft and creativity from the middle of the park. And I looked at Liverpool and I felt they were functional in that area. And I always wondered after the loss of Felipe Coutinho whether that missing part of the jigsaw would end up being so frustrating for Liverpool because the, the foundations around that player actually leaving for Barcelona were such that after he left with the, the signings of Alisson and Van Dijk that I always felt it would be a real frustration because I felt that would be the missing part of the jigsaw. But I must admit I, I was 100% wrong in the Jürgen Klopp has devised a system around them players in midfield and for the creativity to come from other areas um, to achieve what looks like the Premier League title and it's a magnificent feat of management and it's a way of almost looking at your squad of players and the abilities of your squad and calculating a method of play in which not having that creative player or that um, creative elements within your side centrally and to set up a team in the manner he does to, to execute a game plan in which your threat can come from other areas. and A masterclass, really, from the manager. And, as I say, I must I must admit, I, I felt I'd be wrong on that side of things. The midfield, I, I've always felt the midfield were, were fantastic players in terms of elite players at Premier League level. But I always felt they'd be missing that player. Now, what Klopp's done is he's made the midfield almost the balance element of his team. So he sacrificed that creative element and... And the balance of the deepest player and the, and the two wider players to work from, from in to out and cover the full-backs who, who essentially play higher in, in a front five almost when Liverpool have got possession of the ball has been a coaching triumph. And for Liverpool to be where they are at this particular moment in time is testament to the coaching staff, those around them, his, his staff and also the, the players at his disposal who've executed the game plan absolutely magnificently and if you look at the the front three for example and the ability to still have that element of creation from the wide areas and funnel attacks that way just 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 a feat really um and that's what i want, really wanted to touch on today because it's opened my eyes almost because i believe that that it wouldn't be possible to do it without that stand the player up against such an elite opponent in Manchester City. And I must admit, it's given me a lot of things to think about in terms of coaching terms as well, because there's there's more than there's more than one skill set in the player profiles you can have. And how can you manipulate your game plan with and without the ball to suit the players you have? I don't think there'll be a better example of that than what Jürgen Klopp has achieved. Mark Baker with the final word here on the post-game pod. Well, for the last word on all of the weekend's action, the Blood Red podcast will be with you on Monday, followed on on Tuesday by an earlier-than-usual analysing Anfield, and Josh and Dave do what they do best as they get their teeth into all of the action. Well, as well as that, there's loads more reaction over on the Blood Red YouTube channel as well. Thanks, as always, for downloading and listening in here on Blood Red, and also for your company as well. Until next time, though, on Blood Red, 
It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.